Hello, and welcome to Dinner Date with Sean and Kate. I'm Kate in Brooklyn. And I'm Sean in Los Angeles. And we're two friends who have dinner together separately. Today we're cooking miso eggplant spaghetti and Sean cyber bullies me before we're joined for dessert by our friend Shantaya King. Yes, and this week, in an effort to share in the joy of cooking, we'll be donating to the Okra Project, which is a collective that seeks to address the global crisis faced by black trans people by bringing them home-cooked, healthy, and culturally specific meals and resources. We hope you'll join us by finding the link in the show notes. All right, ready to start cooking? Oh yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go. All right, Sean, we cooking. What are we cooking? We are making a miso eggplant spaghetti yeah via food 52 this contributor eric kim a lot of his recipes are just for one or two people yes one of his solo meals is like a a really beautiful there's like a beautiful essay about this uh chicken breast he makes with white wine oh i always think about it the magic of dining solo i'll have to read it yeah so the recipe entails roasting mm -hmm. japanese eggplant and red onion mm -hmm. and then making like a sauce with rice vinegar, mirin, and then putting it all together with some spaghetti. Yeah, I mean, nothing sounds bad. <laughs> it all sounds good to me. And we have not yet done pasta. Where this is my pepper grinder. What? You hear that? <laughs> oh my God. That's my pepper grinder. <laughs> That's crass. It's over now. <laughs> It's an electric pepper oh. grinder? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. It's my mom's. Well, I figured. She's fancy, you know? Okay, I am spreading out my eggplant and red onion, olive oil, salt, and pepper on my baking sheet. I'm about to pop it in the oven. Me too. For 25 to 30 minutes. I did some prep ahead of you since I knew you'd be so <gasps> freaking fast. Well, I'm glad you're learning. So what's up with you, Shauna? I am currently still in the mountains, just like last week. Mm hmm Hanging out with... <laughs> oh my god! My dad what? is deliberately ruining this recording. <laughs> uh -oh. Can you hear that, Nick? He's crinkling plastic on purpose. <laughs> and slamming drawers. Yes, can we help you? No, I'm not. What's he doing? He's just heckling me. Tell him to pipe down. Yeah, Kate says pipe down. I regretted that as soon as I said it because now he's going to be mad at me. <laughs> I saw what she's wearing today. It's upsetting, right? Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. What? Enough said. Oh, I know. <laughs> I posted on my Instagram today for the listeners that I didn't even realize until I was like three blocks away from my house that... I just have my standards for what I wear outside the house are so low at this point. I was wearing bike shorts, an oversized <laughs> Nike shirt that Matt didn't fit Matt anymore. So I took from him Oh my God. and my rainbow Crocs. You know what? That sounds like a nice outfit. I mean, it was very comfortable. I don't think I've worn any bottoms with a zipper and buttons <laughs> in approximately five months. <laughs> Everything is just a pull-up, you know, in the last <laughs> week. It's like how a toddler operates. 
yeah. just reverted back. <laughs> oh no, my timer went away. Uh oh. How long has your vegetables been in there? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> yes, I would. If this were Top Chef, I wouldn't tell you, and this would be how I would gain a competitive advantage. What? We put them in seven, six and a half minutes ago. Okay, that's helpful. Thank you for being generous. <laughs> so what have you guys been doing in the mountains? Well, not much, mostly just working, um, preparing mm -hmm. for the school year for me, um, mm -hmm. doing so remotely. And mm -hmm. um, there's just a lot of uncertainty going into the into the fall, you know, since, um, as we know, there's just no little to no guidance on what is best practice. And people can't keep their fucking masks on. It's wild. I shouldn't be surprised, but I am. So I've had to turn to movies that are like about viruses <laughs> to get a better perspective. Oh, um, as our last guest shared, the movie Train to Busan. It's a um, zombie movie, but it's really like a metaphor for viruses. Really? Yeah, kind of, because they're like contagious and they're like, there's a class of people who are not sick and there's oh. people who are sick with the, and they're, you know, like all about survival. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so we watched that. We also watched Contagion. I feel like I've learned more in the past, you know, week <laughs> about the virus than I have this last six months. Well, I'm really glad that you're using um, horror thriller movies as your basis for information. Yeah, I recommend it. I would say it's more <laughs> reliable. <laughs> Tazi, I've been getting a lot of texts from you about your home improvement. <laughs> oh, God. I'm in this dang house all day long. Oh, really? And I feel like I... It, it's very difficult for me to relax because I feel like all I can see in the house is like where things are dirty and like where things are disorganized. Sure. Like that's just like immediately where I go. Yeah. So I have been going crazy on organizing and cleaning this house. First, there are all these little areas in the bathtub that have like mildew under the, um, the grout or whatever, or I don't know what the fuck it's called, but anyway. Sure. I looked up some YouTube videos. I found multiple solutions. I ended up buying a Clorox bleach pen and went over all the like little mildew stains. Perfect. Gone. Perfect. Yep. Done. Then I've also been very into organizing. I believe what you're referring mm. to is the photo I sent you of my under sink cabinet. Yes, indeed. The secret is if you follow the home edit on Instagram, which is like, mm -hmm these women who have this like home organizing company and they do like all these like celebrities houses and stuff. Right. The key is the transparent plastic bin. That's what they use for everything. Why? Because like you need bins to like separate the space. Okay. And you need them to be transparent so you can like see what, where your stuff is. Uh, okay. Okay. I bought two transparent bins. I like folded all of my little dish towels, put them in one bin with some of the soaps. I put the other stuff I don't use as much in another bin in the back. It looks really great. I'm, I'm very proud of myself. Wow, I'm very proud. So have you only done those two spaces? <laughs> okay, that was a what? rude question. No, <laughs> it doesn't have to be. I was just, you know, what are your plans? Okay, so then, hold on, wait, actually, I made a long list of things that I want to do in the house. Cool. I think this is really a way that I'm, like, channeling my anxiety. Yeah, yeah. It's sad, but yeah. 
<laughs> I did this at like 11 p.m. one night. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> I have two posters that I'd like to frame and get up on the wall. Okay. In the hallway closet right now, there's an air mattress and bike helmets and other stuff. I want to get some bins for that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I did one of these yesterday. Let me cross it off. <laughs> Which one did you do? We have like a we have like a crate of blankets in the living room and they were like right in the middle of the room and I just moved them to a corner where you can't see them as well. Check. Oh, I I wanna the light fixtures in this house are so ugly because you know, we rent, obviously. Yeah. I'm wondering if I can get like new, like nicer light fixtures and how hard that is to install. Mmm. Anyway. This probably sounds very stupid, but No. We're all channeling our anxieties in different ways. I know. It really is a way that I'm channeling my anxiety. And sometimes I have to yeah. tell myself, like, you don't have to vacuum again. It's okay. <laughs> God. It's so dark. I know. I know. It's dark. I, I, I acknowledge that it's dark, but this is how I'm dealing with things. Yeah. Okay. All right. There's only two more minutes with the vegetables. Okay, great. I'm adding my noodles. Through the pot. Don't be mad. <sighs> my my water isn't even boiled. She doesn't follow directions. <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking to, but I want someone to hear me. No, listen up, everyone. Don't listen to her. Listen to me. Okay, oh if God. ever you're going to be boiling pot, like cooking pasta, that's the first thing you should do. Except that in this recipe, it specifically says <laughs> about 15 minutes into the roasting time. Bring a pot of water to boil. Right, as in it should be boiling. No, bring it to boil means that you turn it on so it can start to boil. Mm. Oh my god. Well, the way I like to do it is this <laughs> I way. feel like I feel like I'm Burr and you're <laughs> Hamilton. And it's like what? even though she doesn't follow the rules, she keeps winning. You know? <laughs> I can't remember the exact yeah. line, but you know that part where he's like, yeah. how does Hamilton? How <laughs> does Sean, uh, the bastard daughter <laughs> of an Italian mother in, the, in Orlando? Like, I'm the one following the rules, and now I'm, mm -hmm. I'm behind. Why does she cook like she's running out of time? <laughs> I really feel like well, Burr. I'm so annoyed like she's with running you. Out of time. Well, the moral of that movie, I mean, whatever, play, is that it doesn't pay to wait for it. Sorry, Burr. Oh, my God. Ooh, this looking beautiful to me. All right, well, you're going to have to wait because my pasta's not even in yet. Okay, I won't eat it. I'm sure you already have taken a bite, though. No, I haven't. I'm being respectful. Mm-hmm. Nick? He's not in the room with me. <laughs> he can't see. <laughs> Usually we can hear her little choo-choo-choo noises, but... Not on pasta. <laughs> pasta the silent killer. Yeah. Oh, she man. Just, she just took a bite, didn't chew it, and just swallowed it whole so I wouldn't hear her having a bite I before slurped me. the noodle down. Like a snake. Like a snake eating a rat. Yeah. That's how I ingest pasta. All right, I'll call you when this is ready. It's almost done. Okay. I got my pasta. How it tastes. 
Mmm. Oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. You can really taste the miso. Mm-hmm. The description called it an umami bomb. Yes. <laughs> I really like it. Good pick. So did you hear that there's new news about Sola and Priya and the whole BA crew? Yeah. You know, there was there was a whole issue at Bon Appetit about how Sola and Priya Krishna were not being, you know, mm-hmm. paid the same amount for their participation in Bon Appetit videos. And mm-hmm. it also seems like the the YouTube channel is like a different entity than the magazine, yes. which I thought was interesting. But like yeah. the Bon Appetit YouTube channel was what had like totally blown up um, mm-hmm. and gotten super popular. And, you know, after Adam Rappaport stepped down, which we talked about, I feel like, you know, they said that there were going to be all these changes. And it seems like things at the magazine are definitely changing based on like the stories that I've read. But Sola and Priya and um, Rick Martinez, they all put out statements saying that, like, even after months of negotiations, like they still are not receiving the Mm -hmm. offers, like the type of contracts that they want. Mm-hmm. and will no longer appear on the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. Yep. And then a couple of other Bon App video people like put out their own statements like our gal Molly Baz. <laughs> yes. Molly Falcon <laughs> said that she also would not appear. Right. And Gabby Malin. Yeah. It's interesting that it persists. It's also just crazy that given how public this is. Yeah. That whoever is running this media aspect of Condé Nast like still can't get it together to offer these people something that they want. Also now like they're probably the three of them are even more high profile than they have have ever been because of all this Bon Appetit stuff. Mm -hmm. People are stubborn. Yep. You know we'll see what happens next. It sounds like the three of them are going to continue to like contribute recipes. For the magazine itself. Yeah for the magazine. Right. I want Sola to come out with a cookbook. I don't think she doesn't have one does she? I don't think so. I mean, I bet by the end of this, she will. Mark my words. <laughs> if Sola doesn't have a cookbook by the end of this whole fiasco, <laughs> I'm going to take matters into my own hands. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I loved this pasta. Me too. I would definitely do this as like a weeknight thing. It was it was quick. Yeah, mine was really quick. <laughs> a very contentious episode last week we're talking about we don't want to be cyber bullied now the bu- the call's coming from inside the house <laughs> this is still cyber bullying this is bullying via zoom <sighs> and it's not okay doesn't count when it's me <laughs> <laughs> okay let's give ourselves a break from pasta and uh rinse our dishes before dessert Okay, everyone, our guest today is our friend Shantea King. I first met Shantea at a school that we helped open in Newark, New Jersey. As Pisces slash very nearly birthday twins, we quickly recognized (laughs) ourselves in each other, or at least I did. (laughs) (laughs) Shantea has been a social worker in primary and secondary schools for nearly a decade, and when she's not on the clock... Shantae is an avid and serious vinyl collector, house music enthusiast, and is co-host of the podcast, The Stop at Central and Halsey. How'd I do? Go ahead, Sean! 
Welcome to the pod. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I just, I love this. I love this. I love podcasts in general, so I'm happy to be here. So do I. Your podcast is awesome. And as I was listening to it, it's you and one of your like longtime friends yeah. from childhood. I'm like, damn, I hope Sean and I have as good of a rapport as they do. Yeah. Like it's so, it's just like so fun to listen to you guys. Yes. And we're both also Pisces. Our birthdays are five days Ooh. apart. And we've known each other since... The summer of third grade. We met at a summer camp. Oh. We are like the same and very different at the same time, which is why like it works because yeah. sometimes yeah. I'm sometimes I'm laid back, um, and then I just like I just enjoy laughing at her because she's just so funny. She, <laughs> but, like, she is hilarious. Yeah, she is, <laughs> and you just about. never know what comes is going to come out her mouth. It's but you true. know, I try to keep us balanced, and sometimes I join her with the shenanigans. Most of the time, yep. I do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's who we are. <laughs> So fun. I love in, the, in your bio, you're like, I've been a social worker educated for 10 years. And I'm just like, this is actually crazy to me. Like this week is starting my 10th year as a school social worker, which is oh my gosh. wild to me. 10 crazy. years. 10 years for a lot of things. I I'm just like, Ooh, I've been out of college 10 years. How did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> I don't feel that old. It's crazy because I've been like grappling with it even in the middle of the pandemic. It's like such a time to pause, even though mm -hmm. things are crazy, yeah. but it's really been like some deep reflection. And Ooh. I'm just like, how have I been doing this for 10 years? <laughs> I know. Sometimes like reflection you don't want. You're like, I yeah. was just yeah. at work every day, like busy. Yeah. <laughs> but like all good things, right? It's yeah. been a journey, but like what a, what a time. How has your work been? So this is actually the ending, officially the ending of my summer break. Oh, wow. Thank you for gracing us with your Sunday scaries. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's fine. That's the worst day of the year when you work in schools. I got a, an up, a email update. You know, those, mm. you know, remember mm. those rundowns, y'all? Mm. Yes, um, I what, do. So once that came, I was like, oh, this is real. Um, and I have to start, you know, being engaged. It's okay. I have yeah. just sat with it already. Um, and just, it's like, I just making it, making it work for me at home. Um, and my role makes it even more challenging. Yeah. How are you seeing kids? They will have Zoom um, appointments more than likely. And that is still being figured out. Mm. Um, right now it's just mm. summer training on Zoom. We'll see how that goes because I have many feelings about Zoom um, to begin with. Like right now it's just it's just us. So it's fine. But when you're on Zoom with 100 plus people, it just wears me out. It's awful. I mean, it's not normal. Like, that's not no, how this should no. be. And I have to watch my facial expressions. So I've really <laughs> been like, I have to practice those things. Me too. Um, and then you find yourself watching other people on Zoom. You know how you can only see the gallery of like a certain people that I find myself scrolling and, and to, see what other, <laughs> to see what other people are doing just to keep me focused. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, you need you need oh like a secret God. like eye movement of like yeah, it's just like <laughs> do you what hate what's that? happening now? I hate what's happening like Ooh. a wink or something. <laughs> right, yeah. but at the end of the day, I know it's necessary, so I just yeah. like get with it. But it's just like it's going to be going in my tenth year. Now I've had some crazy school years, but this right here is is on its own bucket of itself. Mm -hmm. It's stressful. We just have to Ooh. one day at a time. <laughs> That's all I've been saying. That's how I feel. When, and you know, I'm a very calm, cool, collected person at mm. all times. Even in the midst that? of crazy, I am yes. like very calm, cool, and collected. So I don't really get excited because yeah. everybody's on 10. And I'm just like, shh. Everyone just runs in your office. <laughs> I'm always like, you know, it's going to be okay, right? At some yeah. point, it's going to yes. be okay. 
Whether it might not be right now, it might not even be tomorrow, but at some point it's going to be okay. (laughs) And that's what I have to remind people when I, when I feel their energy, I'm like, okay. You're probably a very necessary energy right now. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. And we'll, we'll see how that, see how it goes, but. Uh, I know after what month? Yes. Six of doing this? I know. Is Is it? No. I think, right? March to uh, five, five months. Five months. Mm-hmm. It was like oh, right man. after our birthday that they shot everything. That was the last hoorah. I had a, uh, <laughs> a kickback. I had a kickback at my um, apartment for my birthday. Um, and everybody's always, every once in a while, like, they was like, oh, that the last time we hung out was your birthday. I'm like, yep. yep. It was wow. like a week yep. and a half later. It was everything packing up. And crazy oh enough, the last day of school, I was hosting this wellness event that I do for my campus. Mm. There was no classes. There was people and the kids were doing yoga and double dutch oh in classrooms God. while we would, <sighs> everybody else was trying to make sure they had laptops at dismissal. That's what was happening. <laughs> Unbeknownst to the children. It was so ironic <laughs> that the last day of school was wellness day. <laughs> Like, oh legit. my God, wow. They got laptops on their way out the door and it was like, <laughs> see you when I see you. See you. <laughs> they had meditated. They had done some yoga before walking out the door. <laughs> they were, oh they my were God, feeling that's calm. Nuts. Yeah. We got to give them some tools. Little did they know that they was going to need them oh right away. Oh, oh my God. Yes. All right. Tell us about your dessert. I picked Duce de Leche because mm. it is the first time I got my passport. The first time I got on a plane was going to Argentina when I was 16 for a oh summer program. And Duce de Leche was probably the first mm. like sweet or dessert things I had. Mm. There. And I actually just had it in like the caramel and my host family gave it to me with like bananas. Mm. Um, mm. And that's why I ate it. But then my first like ice cream I got in Argentina was Duce de Leche. And ever since then, I've been obsessed with it. Mm. Do you eat like alfajores, alfajores, whatever they're called, the cookie? Yes. That's like mm-hmm. chocolate with dulce de leche in the middle? Yep. Mm-hmm. That was my, I also studied in Argentina, not when I was 16, but very, way cooler than me. That's a big first trip. This uh, foundation in Newark was trying to give scholarships to some students and they came and talked to our guidance council and was like, we have some scholarships for a couple of students. Um, and I originally wanted to go to Ghana, but by the time they had got the program to us, it had closed mm. in terms of people going. And my guidance counselor was like, how fast can you get your passport? So I asked my mother and she was like, uh, I don't know. So like, we just went through the process, got the passport and crazy enough, the night before I left, they hadn't placed me at a, in a home yet as a host home and my mother was like freaking out my grandmother was like oh she can't go out the country you know just stay my mother was like we have faith they said when she gets to miami at orientation before you leave miami she's going to have a home and that's what happened i love argentina so much it's it's so amazing yeah, I stayed in a small town called Wally Wachu. It was so small. Like, oh. my host family's house was, like, on a main street. Um, so it was like I got to see everything all the time. Yes. I did a lot of first... Argent- I had my first drink in Argentina. Ooh. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Leave that yeah. out, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the drinking age there, I think at the time, maybe was, I don't know, 15 or something like that. Yeah, they're like, these prude Americans like don't know how Other to countries fun. are like, what the hell is wrong with you guys at 21? And when you come in from the States, you're like, what? Drink. I know. I'm like, I, I like, can't have that. No. And one and one <laughs> night I just like chalked it up and was like, I'm just going to taste it. And that, like, that, was, that was the end of yeah. it. I was like, ah, I did it in Argentina and I moved on. 
I had my first, um, yeah, you should maybe bleep this out. Sorry, mom and dad. I had my first like blackout drunk time in Argentina. See? Because we were playing Kings. Oh gosh. With sure. vodka. Yeah, that's not <laughs> it good. It was a big mistake. And I dropped my 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 phone in the toilet and Ooh. it was just bad. <laughs> Didn't you say, Sean, also in Argentina, like people would go out until like 5 a.m. Oh, like, did you experience this? Yeah, I did. So my host mom, like I would come back at like two or three in the morning. She was like, what happened? What's wrong? I was like, what are you, <laughs> you didn't have fun? I'm tired. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe you came back. <laughs> I vividly remember this one time and I was at the club with them and I was just like, why are we still up? Yeah, why are we still here? How long can we keep this going? And mind you, I'm 16, so I definitely was yeah. just like, and I also was in this mindset that, right, I'm here, exchange, I want to immerse myself in the culture, so I like, right. I, I did it till I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, and then I like, my threshold was yeah. done. Yeah. Done. They're like, well, yeah. Americans really can't hang with us. No. <laughs> no. These guys are spent at 2 a.m. <laughs> I had such a good time in Argentina. Mm -hmm. I really did. My mother would be like, she would call my host family's house sometimes, be like, you okay? Everything's good? And I'd be like, yeah. Because I like called home on Sundays and sometimes I like waited to Tuesday. And mm -hmm. she would call and be like, everything okay? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That's the sign that your kid is like having fun. Like no communication. They're like, bye. Talk yep. to you later. Yeah. And I that's kind of that's kind of like who I was. After, I was just like, if I got somewhere and I got comfortable, like I really just immersed myself yeah. in the culture. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's uh, what I it was. I love that. Yeah. Well, this ice cream is I don't think I've ever had this flavor. No, of it's really, really, really good. good. They really did a good job. I'm going to blame you guys for having this ice cream this week. I know. And now mine is like really melty and I'm like, I'll just have a oh, couple I know. more scoops around the edge. It's, <laughs> it's not really ice cream <laughs> if it's soup. <laughs> exactly. How do you feel about cooking? Um, this I is like something cooking. we like to talk about. Yes, I know. I like cooking, but I found like during a the pandemic, there are times when I'm over it. And I'm just like, dang, especially like, I'm like again, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I got to cook again. I'm just I'm like when work is started back up, I'm like, I should just meal prep like I was meal prepping before. So like I can I just still that's something I've been thinking about. Like I enjoy cooking. Mm -hmm. My mom is a like a great cook, loves cook. My mom is not a person that cooks from recipe. Or if I ask her to cook something, she just spits it off. So that's how oh. like I learned to cook. So mm -hmm. it's really hard for me. Mm -hmm. If someone give me a recipe, I'm like, uh. I can't. I, don't do, yeah. I can't. It really like bugs me out because like my mom has taught me like I'll call her on FaceTime like how you make this. You do it by feel. Yeah, she does it by feel and by taste. I'd be like, how much salts? And she'd be like, I don't know, just I don't sprinkle. know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. And we've been trying yeah. to like teach my little sister who just graduated, and she like doesn't cook at all, so she gets frustrated with my mom because she's just like, oh, I no. need a recipe. And I'm like, <laughs> you need I'm to sorry. tell me exactly what to do. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. sorry, sis, that is not how I learned. But I love cooking. Like you, yeah. my mother always says, like you have to cook with love. That is like her thing. You have to cook with love for the people that you are cooking for. Like that's that. So that is like my kind of how I think about cooking. Mm. And she's really creative in the kitchen. Like wow. you'll call and be like, "What y'all oh, eating for dinner?" Amazing. And she'll be, "I'm like, where you get that from?" She's like, "I don't know. I just, I just thought about it." She needs like a cooking channel. Yeah, she does. Know. She like kind of just cooks like kind of how she feels. She sees something, or sometimes she'll. She's definitely an. Ex she experiments in the kitchen. Mm. My stepfather at the point now, he 
posts all of their meals that my mom cooks on Facebook. So oh their God. Facebook comments are wild because also they think they like share Facebook because they like really not into it. So they think it's my step. <laughs> they like they think it's my stepfather cooking the food, but it's my mother. So when people be like, oh. Flip, you've been doing all this stuff. My mother's like, that is me. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that is me cooking. Like, she also, like, her presentation is a thing, too. Like, she doesn't just put the food on a plate. Like, it's just the two of them. And, like, their presentation. So sometimes I'm in their comments, like, can you feed your child, too? Can you save yeah. me some? Um, thank you um, in advance. Can you guys set oh up God. a meal delivery service to yeah. your child? <laughs> Well, I know you're kind of sick of cooking, but have you cooked anything good recently? Or ordered anything that you were really excited about? Like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. now I'm like, let's be now honest. Now can actually go to like restaurants and sit outside. I'm like, speak for yourself. Obs- I like forgot how nice it was to go and just like eat food outside. <laughs> yes, I've been ordering things. I think last week I was really, I love tacos. I can eat tacos every day. Mm. So I like made some tacos last week and my aunt has a garden and she had like some fresh tomatoes. So Ooh. like I got mm. the tomatoes and the tomatoes just like sealed the deal. Um, mm. But I've been ordering there's this uh, Spanish restaurant, Colombian restaurant near me, and they fry a really good red snapper. Oh, oh my God. Like, I love red snapper. I love that. The whole fish. I love with the that. Head on and Kate loves a whole fish. <laughs> me I too, love Kate. A whole fish. It's so good. <laughs> me too. It's something about the whole fish. It tastes amazing. You get so much for your money. Like, there's so much meat on that fish. Yes, let me tell you, after we done recording, I'm going back. I didn't finish the fish last night. I'm going to finish it. Oh, yeah. I, oh, my God. Because I that didn't finish amazing. it. But I love a fried red snapper mm, with some yeah. plantains on the side and some beans. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. If I could mm-hmm. just eat seafood every day, I'd be good. Same. Well, and you're a Pisces, so I guess it makes sense. And I'm a Pisces. <laughs> like I, Yes, I love me some crabs. My grandfather lives in Maryland, so usually we always go to have mm. crabs in his, fresh crabs in his yard. Mm. That's like a oh summer God. thing. Are you that, missing that, Sean? <laughs> yes. Now that would be a dream. Like, yes. a, oh God, like an outdoor crab restaurant or like a lobster restaurant, you know, yep. places where they just, you're right on the water. Mm-hmm. You've know, got that like crunchy shell. Yeah. <laughs> and like some people don't like the crabs because like you have to crack them, but I'm like, it's the journey. Like it's the yeah, process. that's part of it. It's the process. It's so satisfying. Same and it's the journey to get you need to the, little, the meat, the to crack. You gotta make it work. And once you get it, it's like it tastes even better because you like oh, work for it. Yeah, because you even work though for it's it. like this much meat in there, you're like, yes, I know. But the meat, it's so good. Mm. Yes. It's, oh god. It's now the, I, now yes. I want a whole oh fish. <laughs> Never. I'm, I'm like, I know we're going craving to a whole fish. Like, in the next couple days, I'm like, where can I go that I can get a whole fish? fish. There you I'm go. scheming. <laughs> well, sorry to derail us from whole fish. It's fine. So I'd like to bring us way down. <laughs> it doesn't have no. to be way down. Okay. Just Good. a little down. Have you had any recent low points? Anything that you're ready to move on from? I've been feeling anxious lately, and which is not something I'm like, oh, I'm not, it's not, I doesn't always get to that point, but I think just like all the uncertainty um, mm-hmm. and like going back to work. And then like August is a like tricky month for me because it's the month that my dad passed away three years ago. So I always get a little in this like mood. 
um, in the in the month of August, um, and it happened on like the third day of school. Um, so I kind of like now associate all these things together when the month of August comes. Mm-hmm. So with the world being crazy, I've just been like feeling a little anxious and just like all these uncertain things. Um, like with work and how things are going to be. Because like mm-hmm. I've been telling myself we all have to get used to the information we are typically having at our like tip of our fingers is not coming as fast as we used to. Um, mm-hmm. And we have to like just show up with patience and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, sometimes so that hard. is hard too because I'm a person like I like things on time. Mm-hmm. I want to know <laughs> things ahead of time. Like, that's just how I roll. Into also nine. how we bonded. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, sure. <laughs> exactly. Nick and I were just talking about um, how this is just such a uh, an endurance test because you can't see the finish line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I could deal with, like, things are going to be uncertain for, like, two months or three yeah. months. And now it's like, okay, things are going to be uncertain for a year? A to year? The, to the like, end of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. I'm like, it's going to be like this until at least to the end of the year. Also, we're going to be recovering from this pandemic for a long time. The fallout is huge. The fallout is huge. Especially for kids. Like, kids are going to then, like, what, come back to school who, like, haven't been in school for a year. Mm -hmm. That's going to take months in and of itself to, like, adjust back to that. Mm Mm-hmm like day to day and who knows what's happening at home like you know every kid has like a different home situation like and that, and that is the tricky piece like with this zoom thing i've been thinking about right mm. so like we're all sitting and like i don't have a background on back now because i'm comfortable with you right. guys so i don't care what you yeah. guys see right yeah, but there same. are kids yeah. and even staff members wow. that you know it is now invading your home space mm-hmm. in a way you hadn't before so like how do you grapple with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with counseling right what if I'm talking to a student and their parent is in a room or they don't have a private space? That's what I've been like thinking right. about. Mm-hmm. Student oh, kids so that don't have yeah. a private space to talk at home, right? Yeah. If you're in school, my door is always open. Right, right. And what if their issues are about home life? Exactly. Which now it probably is. Like everyone's at home all the oh, time. Sure. Like, <laughs> right. It that's, is, right? That's what you need to talk about. Right. So then how do we, how do we accomplish that? So that's like something I've been like, like, what is that going to look like? I know some kids yeah. will be okay, and then there are others, and probably a, a huge amount, who is not okay for. So, like, how do we manage that mm-hmm. um, and still mm-hmm. trying to provide a safe space? i just really been thinking about, for the first time, I hadn't thought about it in a while, like, how I'm going to show up as a, a social worker this mm-hmm. year. Like, what does that yeah. look like in the midst of, like, mm-hmm. the health crisis and then also in the midst of, like, the race relations going on in the mm-hmm. country? Like, yeah. those grappling with those things is, like, how do I show up um, mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. for my students? And, like, this is your 10th year. In some ways, it must feel like a totally different job, like, because all of these yeah. things have changed. Yeah, I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, a lot of this is just going to be new. And that's, like, enough. Like, to acknowledge that is enough, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just like, and also this idea of just being flexible. Yeah. Which, like, so many people struggle with. But, like, this is the time to be flexible. Yep. And give people grace. It's another thing. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, be flexible and give people some grace, right? Because Mm -hmm. now we're all at home and there's 10 other things going on while we're trying to sit at the computer. Yeah, and even, like, people's normal coping mechanisms aren't going to be there. I mean, I'm wondering if the grief that you probably that you're experiencing in August like you probably have rituals around coping with it and now like 
maybe those things you can't do? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think for myself and my siblings, um, I am my mom's only child, all of my siblings on my dad's side, but we just mm-hmm. decided two weeks ago um, just to have a back to school drive. Um, from my dad, because um, he loved mm. the kids and always did the community. So we just like, and somebody was like, well, the kids still gonna need, I'm like, yes, the kids still need supplies even though they home. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Somebody <laughs> asked me more supplies. Right, <laughs> so we decided to host a back to school drive. We were collecting book bags, stuffing the supplies. So I've just been sharing it and I've been getting oh, a lot. Awesome. My apartment's gonna be full of supplies in a minute, which is great. Um, but we're gonna, we were gonna, we was gonna give it out on, um, the anniversary of the day he passed. Um, mm. But I, I, we pushed it a week later just so we have a full month to collect. Um, but that was that, yeah. that was that is how we decided to like, do, that's what we did with our grief. So inspiring. It's so beautiful yeah. to like um, honor someone. And then also at the same time, like then you and your siblings have like a project to work on together. It's definitely been helpful. I will say I've noticed in the, the last couple of weeks, just knowing that, you know, people support and like send things. I've gotten boxes to my house and I'm like, I didn't order anything and I open it as supplies. Um, oh, right. Awesome. So just just doing it's the only things. joy we have right now is opening packages. <laughs> Listen, that is me. I literally get packages probably delivered every other day. It's the best. I love it. That high really, from opening a package oof. is just. It lasts for like five minutes and then it's gone, but it's great. And for whatever reason, I've had this obsession since I was a kid. I love mail. I don't know why. My mother is like, what is wrong with you? I love getting mail. I'm like, oh, it's something in the mailbox. It's so special. It's the best. Especially during pandemic, you need some some joy on the day. It's like, oh, let me run out there to the mailbox. I know. Mm. Speaking of. Speaking of, yes. What are you doing to take care of yourself? What's been your comfort food lately? So, you know, I have a huge record collection. Oh my God, yes. um, so impressive. And it has found a new meeting during quarantine because my living room is just full of music. Like mm-hmm. last year I reorganized, I have like a thousand plus records um, mm-hmm. and I love to dance. So, I, and this was before quarantine, I just dance yeah. after work in general. I just turn mm-hmm. on something. I always say I have something in my collection to match my mood all the time um so that has been like my joy because the thing about records and songs right there's always a song that's going to take you on a journey what's been your most recent song or album that you've been listening to? i saw whitney houston today on your yeah today today is, today is nippy's birthday you know uh brick city's own it is it yep. is whitney houston's Aww. birthday um so i played i want to dance birthday. with somebody yes um uh, so i played i want to dance with somebody um, oh. which is always just greatest song, a perfect yeah. song. It's just like, just to dance. And most of the time I, I post something you could dance to nine times mm-hmm. out of 10. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I've been asking people now, have you danced yet today? Uh, <laughs> right. It's just like, have that. you, right. You could be in your car singing yeah. at the light, you know, you can in the shower, in a shower, whatever. It's just While like, you're cooking. You dance? Yeah. Yes. While you're cooking, I, I I have music playing all the time when I'm in the kitchen mm. cooking. So I'm just like, have you danced yet today? Just a little bit because we uh, need it. I feel like that's a beautiful note to end on. Yes. <laughs> you can listen to your podcast on everywhere, correct? Yes. Spotify, okay. iTunes, the Stop at Central Hall mm-hmm. you on Instagram. And then you can find me at Tay's House of Vinyl on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I do not do Twitter. I haven't... <laughs> I haven't touched Twitter in like years. No don't, shade to Twitter, don't touch but it. <laughs> one is enough. 
Just one. So you can find me yep. at Tay's House of Vinyl. I promise I'll make you dance um, yeah. on a daily and give you, bring you some joy. Highly recommend. It's a great follow. Uh, I love talking to you. I know. I good luck so in the school year and let's chat soon. <laughs> yes, will do. Well, Kazi, have you danced today? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but I did. I did see Shantae's post about Whitney Houston, so I gotta. Uh, once we're once we're done with this, I gotta put on my headphones and and listen to her. Shantae's the the best. She's so great. She had so many words of wisdom, and I'm gonna be much more gentle with myself and try yes. to listen to more music inspired by her. Yes. Um. All right. Well, you're up next for food. What you think you're gonna pick? Hmm. Maybe. Um. Maybe I'll do a recipe by Priya. Yeah, let's do Priya. Sounds good. Well, I loved this miso pasta. Me too. I really, I, I want to keep this in the, in the rotation. I'm glad we tried it. Yeah, thanks for suggesting. We had some, we had some difficult times today, <laughs> okay. from my perspective. But you know, sure. Tomorrow's a new day. People. You can find us at dinnerdatepod at gmail.com. Wow. Not even an acknowledgement of hurt. And on Instagram at the same dinnerdatepod. Um, you should also leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts. And feel free to weigh in on whose approach to the recipe was better and, you know, who followed the rules and who didn't. Just, what you know, what, if, if you're moved... Weigh in. Let us know. Let us know who you who you think is in the right here. Are you a Kate or a Sean? <laughs> yes, two very very specific cooking yeah. personalities. Yes. All right. Love ya. Love ya. Bye. <laughs>